sfioro l'idea di realizzare compositivamente una canzone da cantare in coro però Welcome to Point Crawl. I'm your host, Connor Seitzbach. Point Crawl approaches conversation like role-playing games approach adventures, a series of landmarks to explore and find meaning in. Today's Point Crawl starts at the Field of Field recordings. Point of interest, listening notes. Point of interest, polite leaf blower. Point of interest, vocal fry. Point of interest, Tuvan throat singing. Listening notes. Hey, I am excited to bring you guys today's recording. I have been holding on to it for a couple weeks now. I knew as soon as I took it that it was perfect for the podcast. Actually, while I was taking it, I interrupted the recording and talked over it as if I was on the podcast already. Anyway, it's a great recording. It is a recording that I took outside of the Carnegie Museum of Art, and is a recording of a leaf blower being used politely by a landscaper who was very conscious that there was a business meeting taking place right next to where she'd been assigned to sweep up leaves. But all she had was a gas-powered leaf blower, and so she just ran it at nearly an idle for minutes and minutes and minutes on end. It was a strange compromise to make, and I thought you guys should take a listen to it. Uh, I have a lot more to say about it, and I will say all that stuff afterwards. Uh, The recording itself is pretty short. Here we go. So this is a totally fascinating noise. This is the sound of a leaf blower, a gas-powered leaf blower, and I can smell the smell of it, but the leaves being blown or the delicate 
leaves from many small tropical plants that are right outside the museum entrance of the Carnegie Museum of Art. And the person blowing the leaves is doing so with incredible delicacy, running the two-stroke engine at minimum possible speed with minimum amounts of fuel as slowly as possible. And so all you can hear is that tic-tac, tic-tac, tic-tac. So slow, it doesn't bleed into itself at all. It, it's audible which stroke is which. vocal fry. When working at low revolutions during an idle or when being given very little gas, a two-stroke engine produces a very particular kind of putt, 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 putt noise. I called it a tic-tac, tic-tac, tic-tac. Uh, what you're hearing when you hear those putts is you're actually hearing each explosion that is propelling the cylinder of the engine the frequency of those explosions, which you can hear, the frequency of those sonic events, is the same as the revolutions per minute of that engine. As the engine gets more fuel and increases its speed, those individual audio noises start to blend together into what we think of as a drone. And then we think of that drone, which is still composed of individual pulses of noise, we think of it as being one constant tone. Or, if the person is revving the machine up and down, doing a scales up and down, up and down, as they give it more and less gas. Those uh, revolutions directly translate into hertz, into audible sound. Uh, the human voice works in a similar way. In our normal speaking register, our vocal cords are vibrating so frequently that the pulses of sound that we produce are heard as tones, not as individual pulses of sound. But if you get your voice very, very deep, you can get to a place that is called the vocal fry register. And in the vocal fry register, the vocal cords are so relaxed and so far back on themselves that they, they almost stack up like a big iceberg of, of vocal cords that air that you pass through, you, you don't pass very much, you let it pass very slowly, and that actually causes the air to emerge, not as a steady stream of air, but as individual packets, and that vocal fry, when combined together at speed, forms a tone. We typically hear vocal fry as an American affectation. When you hear someone talk like this with this sort of creak in their throat, that's what's known as this, 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 this is vocal fry. And you can hear that kind of crackly stuff in there. That's the vocal fry. And this is the vocal fry register. Uh, Mo from The Simpsons is in vocal fry a lot. People from Baltimore. You get the idea. But we also hear it 
in Tuvan throat singing. Tuvan throat singing. <laughs> Tuvan throat singing is composed of a number of different styles of singing that are meant to mimic different natural phenomenon. The Tuvan people are shepherding people and they spend a lot of time on the land, so their music is incorporative of, of natural sounds. There's bees buzzing near a brook, the sound of wind rushing over rocks, all of these kinds of noises. The way that the Tuvan people are able to simulate these noises is by using their whole throat to make vocal sounds instead of just having the air be in the first four or five inches that go from the vocal cords to the front of the mouth. They try to go all the way to the full seven or eight inches down to where your lungs and your stomach, the two tubes, diverge because there's some amount of muscle that you can control down there that controls your esophagus and if you can sing with that whole throat, what you can do is instead of producing just four or five harmonics, which is what you can do with five inches of vocal cord, which produce a single tone to the human ear, you produce six. And when you produce six or seven, a seven's even better than six, when you produce that many harmonics, your ear can hear them as a fundamental pitch, the first three, and then it can hear the second three as a second pitch, a high pitch that's further above the other ones. And it will hear those two sets of pitches independent of each other and hear them as two different notes with two instruments. It's this very deep growl and at the same time this high-pitched buzzing. I can produce it every once in a while. I'm not very good at producing it, but I can do it. And I can get them to be in sync with each other. Other people who are much better than me at this are able to actually change the higher note without altering the lower note, which uh, is amazing, totally amazing. Uh, you should look it up on YouTube. Sfioro l'idea di realizzare 
compositivamente una canzone da cantare in coro però mi rendo altresi conto quasi immediatamente che momentaneamente sto da solo e per cantare in coro il presupposto necessario mi sembra anche normale che ci sia più di una voce a far da controcanto a quella che fa il tema principale qui almeno al momento la situazione non mi sembra proprio per la quale ma credo o quantomeno spero che in ogni caso qualche cosa la si può pure provare a fare se magari qualche duro si vuole improvvisare al ruolo di corista occasionale in questa circostanza certo un po' particolare che se poi il pezzo viene ci faremo una cantata tutti insieme e a cantare Certo non fa male, non dico che ci fa passare i guai, ma certamente ci tiene più sul morale. Forza allora proviamoci a provare, a far venire fuori una canzone da cantare. Dai tutti dietro a me che ho appena avuto ispirazione, baciato sulla fronte dall'idea di una melodica intuizione. Apprezzabile l'impegno, però mi duole dire che il pezzo in questione ancora non va bene. Quindi ritengo necessario il dovere affinare la tecnica vocale, quel tanto che basta per provare nuovamente a farci realizzare una canzone in coro per l'appunto e per la quale c'è da stare con la concentrazione al punto giusto per far sì che la canzone durante l'esecuzione non ci possa venir male forza allora riproviamoci a provare a far venire fuori una canzone da Baciato sulla fronte dall'idea di una melodica invenzione che fa la che sorprendentemente ci è venuta proprio bene così va bene e finalmente la possiamo cantare tutti quanti insieme
That was Fioro by Roberto Billi, licensed under a Creative Commons Attributions license. Thank you so much, Roberto Billi.